Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys. Episode 96. Great great, uh, jersey number today. 96 was Ron Artest's jersey when he was on the Houston Rockets. So I figured I'd add that in there today. Yeah. Four shy of a hundy sticks. But of course, with me as always is my main man, Spence. How you doing? I'm doing great. Love the Ron Artest. Honestly, man, I never would have thought he was 96. Never in my life. That was that was like early career, Ron Artest. No, it's Houston Rockets, man. So where was he like before the Pacers? Wasn't he? I don't know. Maybe just in the pace. He was in the malice of the palace, right? Yeah, he played for the Pacers, and I think he went to Houston, and then he went to L.A., I, I think. Okay. I thought he came somewhere from uh, Houston, uh, um, from before Indi- oh, Indiana. Okay. I thought they, like, acquired him. They needed that, like, defense, that defense and that, uh, you know, that thunder. A little he, bit of okay, here little we spark go. plug. Oh, he played for the Bulls from 99 to 2002. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then he played for the Pacers. Oh, oh no. Then he played for the Kings, too. And then the Pacers. <laughs> then the Rockets, the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Lakers. Fucking He's, world travelers. I've guy. been everywhere, man. Now, Yo, if, I'm doing- if you type in his name, his, his name is now, I guess, legally... Uh, yeah, he changed it to Meta Sandiford Artest. <laughs> Sandiford. I love it. I love I it. That means. Yeah, before we start, man, I got to give a PSA to uh, everyone out there. You know, a little piece of advice. Because today at, at lunch, I decided to be a hero and uh, go to Little Caesars and down a hot and ready for lunch which was a you know it's a bold decision it's a bold decision <laughs> it's not because it's too much pizza it's not that much pizza it's like a medium it's pretty small it's just like not good pizza man and i'm sitting at my desk like feeling like a booger like sweating like a grease monkey just feel i still feel like crap so if you're gonna down at hot and ready like do it from home working from home so you can lie on the couch after or something don't pound and go back to the office. That's not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, could have could have told you that beforehand. But yeah, it's a great it's a great lesson. You know, some some lessons are best learned. You know, you know, in real life experience. I, I you you had know? to do it. I just had to do it. <laughs> I, there was a million options staring at me in the face. Little Caesar stood out. I got a pe- pepperoni hot and ready with a ranch dipping sauce and uh, a Fanta, and you know. The rest is history. It was uh, it was a rough afternoon, but you know, everyone's all right now. We're we're okay. Speaking of Fanta, you, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking about this now, but on our draft, I had a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Oh, it was baby. pretty fucking delicious. Oh, that sounds delicious. Is that uh, uh, what color is that one? Is it the it's same like, color? It's like blue. Oh yeah, it's the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day, man, because the states have like all these sweet uh, flavors of soft drinks. It's hard to get like the same ones here. I'm yeah. really missing some mellow yellow, man. I love me some mellow yellow. Mellow I don't. Yellow. I, I, it's like never. We used to like have it here. I don't. I don't know what happened. I think it's a Coke product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's freaking fantastic! It's fantastic. 
Interesting. Yeah. Got to do the do, though. I, I like that. I do like that a lot. Speaking of, uh, I guess, like, since we're on the on the subject um, of, like, fucking tasty bevs, Coke uh, had some new, uh, some ads, some new flavors uh, that, uh, that came out that looked pretty wacky. Yeah, wacky indeed. Like, I thought it was a CBD drink or something at first. <laughs> it totally I, does. I don't know. Like, did you, like, what is it exactly? It's a cre- like a Dream World Creations flavor. What does Dream World taste like? Yeah. create. It's the Creations flavor. Uh, bottles up the Technicolor tastes and surrealism of the subconscious with an invitation to savor the magic of everyday moments and dream with open eyes. Finally, <laughs> a surrealism of the subconscious soda. What the fuck? <laughs> it sounds like something out of a Peterman catalog. Yo, and it comes with, I suppose it comes with augmented reality musical experience or something. Like, like what is it? Like, I, I, it's still a Coke, right? Is it any different? <laughs> Created I don't, like, with Tomorrowland and a DreamWorld inspired digital fashion collection for the metaverse. Partnership with Dress X and more. You know, they're trying to appeal to the younger generation. I think, you know, Coke's Coke's a very successful company. They've done a great job. Um, they've got a great brand. But, you know, sometimes, I mean, we went through this with the Coke Energy, which, you know, I still see, or the Coke Coffee, I still see all over the shelves. I've never seen someone buy it. Just stick to your guns, man. Regular Coca-Cola, like Coke Max, the zero-calorie one, like, that's your bread and butter. Powerade. Ah, Sprite. Yeah, I don't know. Simple. I'm probably going to buy one. <laughs> I love their old, I love their old like uh, marketing, you know, you, like guy, he's like a bad guy. He like walks out of a star, he's like fucking shit up and then he drinks a Coke and then he like helps a bunch of people. I like mm. that one. Oh, it's a great one. It's absolutely great. Speaking of crazy things, man, I saw this uh, article. There's this video game coming out. It's like indie video game. I think it's called Squirrel with a Gun. I did check it's, it out. It's called Squirrel with a Gun. So I'm a big Steam fan. Steam makes great games. Do they make games or do they just host games? Whatever. It doesn't matter. But the game is like you're just a squirrel with a gun. And you just go around like robbing humans and stuff and like helping citizens and receiving gifts. Yeah, it looks like it looks like I'm like uh, almost like a very very simple version of GTA squirrel version. <laughs> extremely extremely simple, man. But like, man, like, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. You got me. Yeah. But like, is this where we've is this the level we've sunk to? Like, this is the best we've got at this point in time, 2022. Squirrel with a gun. I mean, it does look fucking amazing. I, I mean, like, nice and chill vibes for people who like to play the simple indie games. I don't know how much I'd get into it, but uh, pretty much, like, it, the, the story is basically you're, like, a squirrel that, like, breaks into a lab and then you, like, steal something. And then these, like, men in black looking dudes or who are the, the, 
you know, the guys from fucking the Matrix, you know, what are they called? The secret agents of the Matrix are just like following Agent you around. Smith. You gotta kill them. <laughs> Agent Smith, yeah. You gotta fuck with those guys. You can like rob people at gunpoint, like regular everyday people. You're like walking around a suburban town. It looks fucking awesome. <laughs> it really is like a, like a simple GTA. I hope yeah. it's like a $5 game. It's just like good old fashioned chill out fun, turn the brain off, really off. It's like I ate too many yeah. edibles. Now I'm playing this game for an hour. Type of turn your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. All right. Enough tomfoolery, though. Yeah, NFL totally. is back tomorrow night. Finally back. You know what? I, I need it in my life right now, man. I mean, um, baseball has been frustrating just watching too much baseball you know it's great to watch baseball i've been loving the jays but i need i need a little uh something a little more intense you know a little a little break from the the old hey bada 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 yeah and we got a great fucking game thursday night football buffalo bills josh allen L.A. Rams, Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs. Let's and it's in L.A. In L.A., hang the banner. Let's go. I am so excited. And yes, I've already bet this game. Is it Rams plus two and a half still? Is that the line? It's, it's Rams plus two and a half. I like the Rams money line. I think they're going to win the game. They're going to hang the banner. I, I think Buffalo is, you know, you know. spoiler alert, I'm going to pick them and go to the Super Bowl. But this is one game week one, defending that Super Bowl champ at home. I think they win by three. I think it's going to be a great close game. I'm going to roll with the Rams. I like it. And I kind of like, like the over, I too. Was, I was actually thinking... I was thinking you would go with the Bills, and I was leaning more on the Rams. But if you're going to go Bills, if you're going to go Rams, I'll go Bills, and I have no problem with that. I'll take the take the minus two and a half. I think it's going to be thirty twenty seven uh, Rams, oh. but I could see it going either way. But I just I, I think the Rams pull it out. You know, hang the banner. They're going to defend. They're going to take. Yeah, that and even game. even and like there's just. Too much, too much talk. Like you know, like the preseason, everyone's bored. They're all rolling on the news stories. Oh, Stafford, like his shoulder, shoulder. I think he's fine. I think it'll bother him. It might get tired during the year, but like, I don't think they're gonna come out and lose week one at home. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he might, he might be fucked up by like week four, right? Like, I think it's his elbow. Yeah, I think exactly. he might, Like, I'm worried he's gonna have to like get That's Tommy John yeah. or something. It's like a pitcher thing, but. Uh... He's, he's a warrior. He's going to come out and uh, ball, and so is Josh Allen. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a welcome back party for the ages. Honestly, don't really care if my bet wins or loses tomorrow. I'm just happy it's back. All right. Well, since we're talking it, what do you, you, you kind of hinted at it. I guess you get the bills in your Super Bowl. I do. I do. I have them Tell losing me. the Super Bowl, too. You know, I, I don't think I've done this a lot, but I'm going to do it this year. I'm usually I'm a pessimistic Packers fan on the whole, but I think this is the year. Everyone's doubting them now. Who's Rogers gonna throw the ball? I don't care. Let's throw it to a pylon. He's gonna figure it out. The defense is stacked, but they're gonna start slow. It's gonna look ugly at the beginning, but come uh, January, that defense is gonna step up. 
run the ball, two good backs. Finally, finally get off the schneid for the first time in 12 years. Win the Super Bowl, and then Rodgers can retire and like go do DMT with Joe Rogan. <laughs> I like it. I got to <laughs> say, man, over the, bills. the NFC looks pretty shit this year. Holy F. Because um, I was good. I was going to say, like, you know, we should always get, like, if out of the NFC, we should just automatically get our two teams. But I, there's no one else. So I got Bucks. I got Bucks going all the way this year. I got my boys. Love it. But I have them beating someone different than you. I have them beating the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Ooh, I like that. I would like to see the Chargers do well. I very much am on the Chargers bandwagon this year. I'm always on their bandwagon. It never works out, but uh, this year, this year should be different. They're too good. Yeah, they got a lot of they. They're stacked over there. Yeah, and I was actually on the Broncos like all summer. They were going to be my Super Bowl team, but just been a little bit souring on them lately. So I'm gonna chicken out and go with the Bills from the AFC. But I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of good teams in the AFC. I know. I just can't quit Russ Wilson. I love him. He's so good. Yeah, he's a stud. All right, let's let's talk some biz, man. Let's talk some uh, like clean energy, man. Let's talk Fuck some it. clean energy, bro. Yeah. Because well. I think <laughs> you know it was only five years ago, and it was released, and and it was promised to come out in 2019. Which in 2017 felt like forever. Little, little did we know 2022 is still not happening. But I think it's going to happen this year. That's what they're saying. So Tesla has announced that the electric semi-truck with 500 miles of range. I think that's the smaller range one. Will be will start shipping at the end of 2022. I think the real reason they waited is they're developing stronger batteries like in-house like a different like chemistry very scientific um battery day probably two years ago at this point they're waiting to get the batteries a little 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 stronger a little more juice in them to power that fucking beast down the highway but yeah it's it's finally time man i've been waiting to see those bad boys on the highway i can't wait and uh i think this is like a big step for them man like They've only got four models. I have four models right now, and like the old Roadster. Like, all right, it's time to start. Uh, start time to start pumping out these semis, man. Yeah, I'm pretty start excited. They, I, I like. I forgot. Like, I had to go back and look at how sexy they were. But Jesus, oh, they're sexy. That was my favorite like release. So uh, yeah, didn't he come out in that. the? Didn't he come out in the Roadster at the end of that? Yeah, no clue when that thing's freaking coming out. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, cyberpunk truck. I think that might be next year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess better late than never. You know, finally get those out. But uh, those going to be sick to see on the road. And, uh, I mean, they got a lot of factories now. I think the uh, – I don't know. It's in Texas. Is it in uh, Houston? Giga – a gigafactory in Texas. I don't know exactly where it is. I think that's like almost up and running. So I think they'll be coming out of that factory, which is pretty dope. But yeah, pumped to see that. And uh, yeah, man, just like, you know, in general, like it's been, I mean, let's not sugarcoat it. It's been the fucking brutal year in the markets, like all around. 
pretty much except for a clean energy if you're a solar stock or like uh like uh you know uranium etf something like that i know you're you're all in on the uranium i know elon's or the nuclear i know elon's kind of jumping on board too i know uh big mike burry's all in too and yeah, uh great. he was pumping it up I don't, I don't know about all in uh Put a few yeah, shekels sorry, down. I, I don't but... want to put words in your mouth, you know. <laughs> but I'm all in on it, man. Enthusiastic. Yeah. I'm very cautiously optimistic. Yeah, Elon came out basically told uh, at this. I guess there was like a clean energy forum or something, um, but basically said told countries that they should be increasing their their um, nuclear power generation. So like, let's go. So this is very environmental. You know, we've seen oil and gas prices kind of dropped a little this week, but uh, win- winter is coming. So like, <laughs> you know, it's not like we'll be using any less of it as the months get colder. So um, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nuclear is like super, super uh, interesting because everyone who's like really smart or like a friggin' PhD or that is like, Hands down, it's like the best way to get clean energy. But a part of me still feels like it's going to have like some public like pushback for a while. Just because yeah, of fucking well, Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, well, the documentary but, stuff. Yeah, basically it's like you have to get buy-in from the public to be able to build those facilities in certain areas. But, you know, the technology that they have now compared to what they had, you know, at that point in time is is significantly different you know in terms of like the ai and the and the and the tech and the safety and and all that stuff that you can build into it so it is a lot safer now it's just you know you got to get buy-in from the public but elon definitely helps with that yeah good stuff good for those uranium etfs hoorah hoorah where are they mining this uranium is it like in south america and stuff china yeah, they kind of mine all over. Um, I know that obviously uh, Ukraine was a big, uh, a big piece of that as well. Yeah, they've got a lot of plants over there, right? Eh? Yeah. All right, good stuff. Um, something yeah. quick. I I read too that Amazon is considering um decreasing its or cutting back on its private late private label items um they're kind of throwing it out as like oh you know the sales aren't are kind of slumping i think we discussed this on the pod a while ago about them like copying this copying this diaper company and like just like ripping off ideas fucking running them out of business ruthlessly um but you know supposedly it accounts for only one percent of their sales which i mean they have a lot of sales so that's possible it seems a little low to me but I think the real reason they just kind of want to appease the regulators, you know, always going after them for antitrust and anti-competitive measures. So, yeah, um, probably costs yeah. so much money to keep up with that shit. Yeah. So good for them. Um, it's about time, I guess. And uh, good for the little guy getting back. I don't know if it has. I don't think it'll have any effect on like Shopify. I don't think so. I think it's completely different. Like Shopify gives you like a whole like not business model, but it gives you like a an online storefront and like takes care of everything for you. So I don't think it's gonna like hurt their sales whatsoever. But um, 
you know, definitely give a boost to some of these uh, small companies that were selling on Amazon. And Amazon is ripping them off. So we'll see if they actually follow through with it. But on the whole, pretty yeah. positive. Love it's to crazy. see it. And dude, what's going on with China? They're in lockdown. Like, is that ended? I saw that like Shanghai was locked down for a while. Yeah, they go back and forth, man. So a couple days ago, they locked down 65 million more people because there's cases are surging at 1,552 new cases um, among 1.4 billion people. So, look, man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say at all because, like, I know nothing about this shit. But, like, part of me thinks it's like, yo, do they, like, know something that we don't about this shit? Like, in, like... Is there like a ticking time bomb on the co- people who had COVID and like we're all going to drop dead in like 10 years and China's just going to run amok? Like who, what do they know? Why are they so, why are they so intense about this shit? I don't know, man. I've kind of like, honestly, it's bad to say, but I like forgot that uh, COVID existed for the last like three months. I've oh, just yeah, been dude. living. As most of the, as most of the people in North America have, like, so China now, China as a whole country, 1,552 new cases, right? Out of 1.4 billion people. I went to a trade show last year in North Carolina where there were 30,000 cases a day in the state alone. Like they don't give a fuck, man. Like it's, it's just crazy to see the difference. But that's definitely slows things down for, you know, for a lot of for a lot of people looking for products and looking for items like i'm being told that like something you want to go buy a couch it's going to take six weeks to get uh to get to where you need it to go oh yeah oh yeah man so, it's sick. <laughs> good, good luck if you're buying a car like you'll get it in 2024 yeah um, something kind of interesting that i saw this was a few weeks ago i mean we haven't done one of these in a month um but um, third point is a third point. Yeah, third point. Dan Loeb. Yeah, kind of an activist. No, pretty activist hedge fund. Um, they have acquired a good amount of Disney shares, and uh, you know they always try to get board seats and make some changes within companies. Um, and Disney was uh, it's it's kind of a stock that's had. I mean, like anything, it, it's had a bit of a rough ride this year. It's fallen probably around 50% despite some pretty good results. And uh, I was just kind of interested with some of their proposals to the board. One of them, which, you know, the first two are boring, whatever. Let's get to this one. They want to spin ESPN off into its own business. Um, They think ESPN is a great business, generates a ton of cash flow, and it's really strong. I, I don't really disagree with that. I mean, I don't really agree with that. I, you know, it's it's hard, man. Like, ESPN's kind of shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> How so? <laughs> like, okay, they they spend a bunch of money and they they've got the rights to Monday Night Football. Um, I guess people still watch like Sports Center from time to time, although like. There's a strong case like with like Twitter now and YouTube and like all these different apps. Like you can just get your highlights in so many different ways. Like, yeah. Um, like, 
do they like t- all the basketballs on TNT and that, right? It's I'm not, yeah. you know, their subscription business is fine. I just, I just like I I personally would have zero appeal for ESPN as a standalone business. I don't know how much value it adds Disney. Maybe Disney will be better off. I think ESPN would just kind of be a little bit of a disaster on its own. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, yeah, very interesting. I, to be honest, I never fucking, I don't have TV. I don't watch any of this shit anymore. That's it too, I right? I guess that's kind of your point, right? Yeah. The other interesting one was integrating Hulu directly into uh, the Disney Plus streaming platform and, that one I do kind of agree with. So that would be awesome. I mean, we, we can't get Hulu here, but I've heard good things about it. And, you know, I think that they will probably follow through with this, maybe. Um, but Hulu is not wholly owned by Disney. I believe Comcast owns a percentage as well. So they would have to uh, buy it out to merge it in. But Disney Plus is like slowly, slowly getting more content, um, getting some more like of the Fox content from all those years ago when they bought it and stuff like that. Like it's gone from being like a pure, like, Oh man, this is for like eight year olds. And there's only like Moana and uh, little mermaid to, Oh, okay. There's actually like some good shit on there now. Like I need to, I need to kind of have this. So yeah. I think like continuing to build up and, and Disney plus has really been carrying the company, man. It's, it's really, really doing really well. So I think that's something that could be interesting, but, um, yeah, I think, I think to have some valid points and I think the house and mouse is, uh, you know, it's in a good position right now. I, I do think they have great content. They keep making amazing freaking movies. Disney plus is, uh, coming along very nicely and, uh, the parks are kind of coming back from, from COVID. So I think they're in a really good spot right now. It's crazy. I, like, I didn't know how many people love the parks. Like, I thought it was just for kids, but, like, a fuckload of adults go there, too. Oh, yeah, it's a great time, I didn't even bro. know that. I mean, not, re- not like, really for me, but, like, you know, a lot of other people have <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'd have a decent time if I want. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else um, you want to go, go through? Yeah, well, um, I know that... There was like a bit of uh, a bit of Bitcoin, a little crypto news, nice little tumble yesterday and uh, last week or so. It started starting to slowly creep back up. I just got hammered again under 20K. Um, but like every time I read up on it or, or get some news on it, like it's it's fucking promising. You know, you made a note about this uh, about this sailor guy, Michael J. Sailor, who's like stepping down from some of his other um, his other big business opportunities and moving into the crypto space. And like, just what I keep hearing is like all these like tech engineers or computer software engineers, like they're basically going into uh, three industries is, and it's like impossible to hire them outside of these industries right now is basically is in the crypto space, in the artificial intelligence space and in bio, like biochem, biomed and shit like that. And you look at this guy, so I Googled this guy, uh, Michael J. Saylor. He went to MIT with Barney Stinson. <laughs> so he's a, he has a website, www.michael.com. That's it. Like, so I obviously went and Googled Jimmy.com. And <laughs> what came up was Jimmy the Whirlwind White. 
And he's a snooker player. Oh, baby, snooker. <laughs> www.jimmy.com. I also went and typed in www.spencer.com, but it redirects you to Spencer Metrics. Oh. <laughs> no, no com. It's free for the taking. No way. That's crazy. <laughs> I got to get on that. But this guy's like, honestly, I think he's a little bit of a tool. In, in my humble opinion, like, so his company, MicroStrategy, it was like a software company. And he pretty much, they pretty much just like ditched, like selling their software, like developing it any further and just bought Bitcoin. Like the company, MicroStrategy stock was just like, they took out like $2 billion in debt and bought Bitcoin with it. Like that was like maybe they had maybe they had like fifty million in sales, software sales, and then the rest were just like Bitcoin price fluctuation. Wow. So I don't really understand how like him stepping down as CEO to focus more on Bitcoin. Like that's what he was doing before. He just bought Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I he, <laughs> like you I don't g- know give it to him. He, he sticks to his guns, man. He's talks. yeah, he's a, he's a he's a Bitcoin maximalist. You gotta give it to him, he sticks to his guns, but like I just thought it was like a little silly, like that he was doing it through the company as a shell. Yeah, that is super weird. But hey, yeah, it's it's been rough, man. But like, it, like price aside, like there's been some pretty good developments, man. Like Coinbase, I think they partnered with um, BlackRock, which yeah. is like the biggest. I don't know if they're the biggest like ETF and like like ETF company out there. They got like 10 trillion under management, you know, like iShares and all that, like ETFs and all that shit. So if they could start, uh, BlackRock start offering clients, like clients have been asking them like, Hey, can we get like some crypto ETFs like for exposure that way instead of like, I don't know, like, you know, like some people probably, you know, they don't like, uh, joining these sites and like buying the crypto themselves and stuff like that. But, so I actually do think yeah, there's been got... some pretty good developments despite the, yeah, the price absolutely. collapse. But like they have, they have, so just to fact you there, 10, 10 trillion under management. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And, um, basically, basically, yeah, it's a shitload of money, but yeah, like you said, a lot of developments that are good, but, but like, if you look at these companies, right, it's like, Everyone has just stopped spending in like speculative markets. Like you look at the, like you look at the, like what area of business has been hurt the most. It's like startup companies. And you look at this, like these are just, these are basically startups, yeah. right? Mad speculative. You don't know if it's going to work. Like you're going to lose a ton of investment money. Like all these, like all these, like, what do you call them? Like startup funds, like uh, bench VC funds. They've like, a lot of them have just frozen all assets over the last you know, seven months to now and in the indefinite future. So it's like, yeah, that that's going to be what you see with among the general population too. When people are making, making money hand over fist, like they're going to stop just being like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Like I can just put another 500 this week in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you know, which was what was happening because you could make money. Everyone was making money, especially when like with how many jobs there were, like you could quit what you can quit a job one week and like, 30% your salary, like, you know, like increase. Oh yeah. Just by fucking going somewhere else. So everyone was making money like crazy. Now it's not as much. So, but like, it, I don't think it, it, it's like, 
uh, what do you, what's, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but like, I don't think it's telling of like, oh, these companies are sucking and there's nothing going on and there's no developing tech's still strong for sure, man. I mean, price just has like, it's an emotion, right? Like people just, you know, price has a sensitivity, right? But you know, like this is no natural part of the business cycle. And, um, you know, just because, um, like Google stock is down 30% on the year. Like it hasn't, it's not changed like how good Google's doing. Exactly. It's exactly. still doing amazing stuff like that. So price just has that effect on people. And, uh, I, I mean, it's natural. I mean, it is, it is uh, tough times out there, especially. And, you know, we're seeing the housing market starting to go down, interest rates guying, uh, stock markets, pretty shit. Crypto markets, shit. It's the way it is right now, man. Whatever. NFL starts tomorrow. We'll get through this. Yeah, everything's <laughs> gonna be fine. Keep level headed. <laughs> and like honestly, like like now's probably the time if you can, like, to buy a little more, uh, you know, put a little more into stocks, put a little more into crypto if you really believe in it. You know, responsibly, of course. Absolutely. Better better and now one, than a year me- ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And one me- I guess message or I don't know. Uh, I just want to leave people as like, I was on YouTube today looking up rat with gun or squirrel with gun or whatever it was. <laughs> and like, you know, I follow, I, I have my fair share of like following like uh, my business content and like, you know, like I share my cookies. So YouTube will throw some things in my face and it's like, you know, you get these like, like, uh, you know, Robert Kawasaki was the guy who wrote rich dad, poor dad. Mm. I fucking for sure butchered his name. Maybe not, <laughs> but uh, he wrote rich dad, poor dad. And then, you know, you have that video, um, you know, the, the changing world order that, that Ray Dalio came out with a while ago. And basically these people on YouTube are like replaying their content almost in a way, but putting it in the title as like, this is his final warning like this. And then, you know, they, you can tell that they're cutting words together Mm. and different talks together and making it look real, real bad. Look, the truth is, is probably pretty bad. And we don't really know the extent of how bad it could be, but like, you know, just don't fall for these like super fucking depressing, like the world is over because I caught, cause if you look at who posted the video, it's an investing company, like, you know, like some douchebag investor putting YouTube clips together, scaring the shit out of you and then wanting you to come to his webpage for advice. Like, you know, like don't fall for that shit. Yeah. I say it's like one of my, uh, mantras of life, man. I say it all the time, especially with sports, but it's never as good as it seems. It's never as bad as it seems. Exactly. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Yeah, exactly. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great gift. Yeah. That's the way she is, man. Like it'll. It wasn't as good as it was last year, and it's not as bad as it seems right now. So. Have a beer, chill be out, enjoy life, man. Life is short. Have a cigarette. Absolutely. I'm going to go for one right now as soon as we wrap this up. Let's wrap. Is there anything else you wanted to wrap that present? Anything else you wanted to add on? Wrap that present up. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to our uh, special Ron Artest Mm. Houston Rockets themed episode 96. As always, we appreciate your time and we'll check you later. Peace out.